And I was like, should we change the tablecloth? Green on go. Oh. <laughs> I did Hello. destroy your tablecloth. Yeah. That was last week. Did, uh, what did Angela say about the fact that I spilled coffee all over your tablecloth? Nothing, because it was you. If it was me. She was okay with it? Yeah, she was Did fine it come it. out okay? Uh, or did I it get stained? Guess it came out okay. You didn't even check? I didn't wash it. It could be ruined. I didn't wash it, mate. Jay, I've got to tell you. Tell me. Okay. Had to hit the Christmas shops today. Yes. <sighs> that might be more stressful than jiu-jitsu. No. Going Christmas shopping? Yes. The week before Christmas? No. No? Yes. <laughs> do you buy most of your stuff online? Uh, Angela does. And <laughs> so do you know what? Do you do you know what's going to happen over Christmas? No. No. Everyone's like, Jay, thanks for this. I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we went into uh, Argos. Oh. Argos is it's like the recession in a store. <laughs> It just looks so tired now. I like it because it's got memories from when I was a kid. That's what I mean. Argos used to be a bit of a thing. Like when you went to Argos, yeah. that was awesome. You used to flip through the books. They used to have toy. They had a bit of a toy aisle before. Bit of, bit of a display. Little teaser. They don't have a toy aisle anymore. They're not. I don't think Argos have thought this through. Okay, so here's a message for CEO of Argos. You need to call me up because I've got so many thoughts about this. All right. First one, walk up to the front doors. The most prominent entrance to Argos store in Milton Keynes. Park right outside. The shutters are down. <laughs> Please use the other door. Come oh. on, guys. Try a bit harder. Christmas. Like, fix the shutters. Or put a Christmas display on that window or something so it doesn't look like you're closed. You're thinking of Duncan's toy chest, mate, from Home Alone 2. <laughs> that's, that's in your head, isn't it? <laughs> I just think... Okay, so that happens. Yeah. So, I can't go through the front door, which... I think it's years of working like in operational management. Yeah, stuff like that really gets me. Really, yeah, it really gets well, me. Okay. I, I, if I walk into a place and there's obviously things wrong, it's it's a trip for me. So anyway, then I go and pick up something for Christmas. It arrives. The box is damaged. Okay. So I said to, said to the guy, "Have you got another one? Because this one's damaged." Bear in mind, no customers can touch their stuff. Why is your stuff damaged? Like, why is it not being well, looked after? We've got to think about Argos staff. You know when you walk in there? They look, it looked like someone had kicked it. You know, hot... No, You not used hot to work in Argos. I didn't <laughs> used to work in Argos, but I had a friend that worked in Argos, and I got lots of good stuff from him. Because he used to kick it and then be like, oh, we can't sell it Just you take it? He said, just take it. And this is so long ago, this is when people get getting mini-disc players for free. Mini-disc. Yeah, you had to be a baller to have a mini disc player and i had a mini disc player because the thing is it's not the mini disc player the mini disc player was affordable the actual mini discs super expensive i thought the mini disc player was quite expensive at the time it was like 200 quid for a good one i was thinking about getting phoebe some sort of music player really but what i want what i in an ideal world let me describe what i want i want a ipod touch but like a modern one yeah does nothing except for you can have songs on there and you can see the pictures and you can yeah. choose the songs. I'm not sure a technology like that exists anymore. Everything's mm. like, it's got a camera, it's got the internet, it's got this, it's got that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do actually. I want um, something simpler that's like suitable for a kid. That's Good. like a choose your song and you can play it through your headphones or right. on the speaker. There's a lot of people that have no idea what you're talking about right now. But you know. Of course I know. I'm old. Those of you that have got kids right now, they know. Uh, yeah, so I was, obviously I was born in the 
in the eighties. So we oh, you mean they don't know because they don't remember iPod touches? They don't remember. Mate, they don't remember Walkmans. They don't remember what a tape player is. I, I genuinely thought about getting her one of those. Um, you know, those like a boombox. Uh, yeah, basically a boombox. You walk know, like, to school with it on her shoulder. <laughs> you know, where you can just put like a it's CD a or a, gangster. a CD or something in that. I was like, so she can play like music. I mean. I really don't know what's out there from what you're describing because immediately you're saying I thought this. you would because I thought, what does Sienna use? Her iPad. Yeah, she's got an iPad, yeah. Has Phoebe not got an iPad? Yeah, Jeeves gives her the iPad. Have you got an iPad for her? Or a we tablet? have an iPad that they share, they use, but... It's probably something she's going to she use. have, isn't it? And if you're going to get something small, you may as well just... But it's all the internet sort of and everything then, You have to it? because it has to connect to the internet for updates now and everything else. It has to be connected online yeah. otherwise it, it it falls behind it i wanted something that was just music you know doesn't it just the old zen player zen and, player you remember the zen players no all right so again people don't remember this when cuzzy was born for example i already had a couple of walkmans speaking of cuzzy i need an update was he at the grading yes does he still have a braid no no he's cut the braid out chris he's changed everything he walked in the other day. I didn't recognize myself to him. <laughs> <laughs> so he's thrown a strop and cut his I entire swear hair. To God, mate, he's completely different. Oh, really? His hair is a different color. He, the braid is gone. It's a different style, and he looks like a different person. And I, I look, looked familiar. I'm mourning the braid a bit. Are you? Yeah. I'm so glad it's gone. <laughs> I'm so glad it's gone. Did you know? You know, it was, oh, we could have milked that for content for months. Could have actually milked it, <laughs> and I did. I kept yanking it, <laughs> treated him like a cow. I can't believe he got rid of the braid and didn't let us cut it off. <laughs> I would have done it with my machete. <laughs> well, I don't think you, that's you a good. You put it tight. Just, how much do you trust your pals? <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea, is it? <laughs> no, that's not a good idea. That's like one of those videos. I love those. <laughs> I love, I both love and hate these type of videos, right? The ones where they're like holding an apple on their head or something and someone's going to like roundhouse kick it. Yep. And then they smack them straight in the face. Have you seen the new one? How much do you trust your wife? I don't know if I want to hear You balance a cup on your head. Yeah. And she's behind you with a belt. She's got to whip it off the top of your head. Have you done this with Angela? No. Would you? I do not trust my wife. (laughs) Would you, you do wouldn't it, would do, you do it. You don't, you don't back Angela to be Absolutely able to hit not, that. Mate. Oh my God. The thing is hitting something with that precision with a belt yep. is basically like whip work, which is not easy, right? Exactly. When you see those people that are professional, like they do like uh, competitions Shh, yeah. where they like hit the whips and they pop balloons or whatever they yeah. do. Like it's not easy to do that. No. The old Indiana Jones. Would you trust one of those guys to do that off the top of your head? No. No. If they get it wrong, I'm finished, mate. I think the problem is... life. <laughs> it's going to split your head open, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, man. It's bad. It's really a bad. A belt. Maybe with a belt, I might let them. No, I wouldn't trust anyone. I, would, I don't want to stand there where someone throws knives at my head. Because they miss and get it in my head, I'm dead. There's no coming back from it. It's not a mistake they can learn from. <laughs> There's a few things I won't do. So I just looked up quickly. They can't just get iPods anymore, mate. No, I know. You have to get an iPhone. Yeah, she wants a phone. She's been asking me about phones. Yeah. So <laughs> like, you could do the compromise I did with Sienna. Which is? I got her a watch where she can make phone calls, send messages, and I can track her on the watch. Yeah, this sounds quite good. And the good thing is I've got a SIM card for it because it needs a SIM card, obviously, to make calls and track the location. Um, and when she finally does have a phone, which she doesn't need just yet, probably high school, um, then um, she can have a phone then just transfer the SIM card over. 
Yeah. This so, watch sounds quite good. The watch is cool. I, I, I really rate it. And this is such a parent talk now, but parents will appreciate this. So if someone calls her that is not uh, a number that I've registered in the app, it doesn't go through, but I get a notification saying that number's called. Wow. And I can approve that number. There's two guardians that you're allowed. The guardians are allowed to track locations yeah. and set parameters. Everyone else is just a contact which she can message and they can call and communicate. That's it's cool. well worth it, man. So she can message anybody that has an actual phone? Yes. Mm, interesting. So how many of her friends have got phones? A couple. A couple? Yeah. I don't think it's necessary unless they're walking to school by themselves or walking out and about by themselves. She has an iPad. Um, because and she can send messages on the iPad. Yeah, so the iPad's just fine. She she doesn't need a phone. But I've got this in prep because, again, this is, very, this is very domestic coming. stuff. But I want Sienna to start walking to school by herself. <sighs> yeah. What age, Chris? What age can I start walking? You know how close we live. 30. <laughs> <laughs> 30. What, through Tattenhoe? <laughs> I dare any criminals and... Kidnappers, take a kid. I bet you won't from Tattenhoe because it's just so nice. You might be, you might be. <laughs> I'm not sure this is a good line of conversation. No, Jay. bring it on. <laughs> it's like I a say. kidnapper's guide to Milton Keynes. Yeah, no one ever kidnaps from Tattenhoe. <laughs> when there's ever a warning from the school saying, "Oh, there's a man in the van," he was asked. No, he wasn't. It was fine. There was no one here. No one's ever been kidnapped ever from Tattenhoe. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I'm pretty sure. I'm. Con- I'm going to confidently say it. no one's been kidnapped. There's been no abuse. There's probably been no violence. Um, pretty confident. <laughs> I don't know what to say to you, mate. What episode are we on, Chris? I don't know. 46? Is, is it 46? 46. This is the last one before Christmas. Is it actually 46? Yeah. Welcome. I'm pretty confident it is episode 46. Okay, so in that case... I'm 99% confident right. it is episode 46. I'm sure I... Episode 46 is going to be exactly 46 minutes. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's going to be slightly more. But we are on a timer today. We are, yeah. So we've physically got a timer that will go off. I'm sure we'll hear it on the podcast because we're not organized enough to have like when scheduled when we're going to finish. Not organized. So much so that I'm looking at the podcasts uh, on the Instagram to see which episode we're on. And it is 46. Nice. Welcome to episode 46 of Basin Average Podcast with Chris and Jay. <laughs> okay, so I'm out Christmas shopping today. Yeah. My pet peeve Christmas shopping, people that like passively aggressively stand, <laughs> like they walk up the aisle and then they, you know, you have to stand back from the aisle, right? I'm in Smith's toy shop. So the, the height requires me to stand back so that I can take in like all the levels of things that they have. So they passively, aggressively, like, walk right up to you as if you, I have any way of knowing that I'm in the way of the things they want to look at. You're a big guy, Chris. You're probably in the way of most people. <laughs> <laughs> I am. And people are really nice when I then counter this with my really niceness. Because this is how I like to counter passive, aggressive, or aggressive people. I like to get super nice. So I'm like, oh, I'm terribly sorry. Like, am I in your way? And then they're like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. And then oh. I don't move. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I do move. I do move. Um, but I was just like, oh God. That is weird. Because I would never want to start any trouble with someone bigger than me. Because it's a problem. They're not or trying, to, they're not trying to start trouble. It's just that like, I just feel like rather than saying, oh, excuse me. They just like, they go into this like, 
mode where it's like I can't, I can't communicate with another human being to say, oh, can I just squeeze past you? Sorry, you got a scratch in your head? Probably. Is that an old scratch? I don't know. From training. What, from today? Is it bad? How bad is oh, it? Oh, it's just a scratch. Like, How it's, bad it is it? It looks like it's a scar. How bad is it from a scale of 1 to 10? Oh, I don't know. It depends if it's... Is it a scar or a scratch, Jay? Like Come a, on. I think it's a scar. A scar? You got a scar there on your head? Possibly. From what? I don't know. <laughs> All sorts. Of, I can't remember what happened. Getting in someone's way in the toy shop. <laughs> Headbutting someone in the toy shop. <laughs> yeah. So I can only imagine what it's going to be like in a few days. Oh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Sienna wants it? to go Christmas shopping. Does she? Yeah, she wants to go out. To what the shops. to choose some presents? They had one at school. Our school, didn't they? Yeah. Um, so she got something there. Do with, you remember that with film with money. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Where he wants Jingle to get all the that, way. yeah, he wants to get that toy. Yeah, that's what I feel like it's going to be like. <laughs> that's a dark movie, mate. Because the guy he's up against is a hard criminal <laughs> who wants to murder. It's really dark that movie. Thing is, I feel like those movies don't resonate so strongly anymore because you order stuff online. Yeah, you know, back in the day, you had to wait yeah. and buy your way into the shop. To get true. things. And I'm sure my parents had to do this. I remember them trying to get like Teletubbies. When Teletubbies was massive and brand new, yeah. everybody wanted Teletubbies for Christmas. So it was genuinely hard to get them. Uh, like, I think at that point, it probably is like Jingle All The Way. But now you just order it. Yeah, you just order it online. You just be like, oh, I need one of those. I'll place an order now. Let's face it. You're going to go to Amazon, aren't you? Of course you Or Temu. Other, other uh, online retailers are available. But they're not as good. But that, yeah, rubbish. because you're not getting your next day delivery. I want a delivery company, mate, that not only delivers the next day, but treats their staff like shit. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's fair. But <laughs> what? Um, sometimes I've ordered things on Amazon before. It's come the same day. That's amazing. I've been in the shop looking at presents. Looked on Amazon. Not only is it cheaper, but I can get it delivered and it will be there the same day. It's just a great service because like, even my mum, my mum doesn't really use the internet. So you want something, order it. I've got her own address. Bang, off it goes. But this is what bugs me about Argos because Argos should be amazing. It has got a same Because Argos, Argos is in that kind of category of shop where it was sort of ahead of its time, really. It was. Because it's sort of an online retailer already. Yeah, but you can also get things from the store, which should be perfect. Yep. But because, like, when I was in Argos today, they got furniture. It's the only thing in the shop so that's on display. I bet the TVs were right. It's right, so you, boring in there. No, not really. No, the TVs were on display. It's just, it's just the furniture. What? So I was like, it's coming into Christmas. Well, that's rubbish. Why do you not have like aisles of like Christmas toys? So that people can look through and be like, these are the things which I'm going to pick up. Yeah. Like, I don't know because they have enough space in there. It's weird, isn't it? I don't know how they I feel like they've got their business model completely wrong recently. Um, did you know Argos have a collection, uh, an archive of catalogues? What, so you can go back and look at the old Argos catalogue? It's 1998, Chris. Oh, man. Now, that's pretty outstanding, isn't it, mate? But this is where... Action Man. Stretch Armstrong. Did you have Action Man? Sure did, mate. We used to pull the legs off the Action Man by throwing them downstairs. <laughs> what we really wanted was a bungee jumping Action Man. Oh, really? But what we had was Action Man with normal Action Man rope. Oh, okay. So we would throw them off the stairs, like throw them down, yep. and they would dunk. Amazing. And then pull them back up. We used to get in quite a lot of trouble about that. 
I'm not surprised, mate. Because that was one of our favorite games. What, throwing stuff down the stairs? Throwing it down the stairs, throwing the action men down the stairs. Bungee jumping. But yeah. With quotes. But he used to pull the um pull the legs on them if you did it too much. And also it's sort of damaging the stairs a bit. I'll be pissed, mate. You and my <laughs> kids. Mate, four boys, you just gotta get through the day. Give you a grip in, mate. <laughs> Is that or you know, riding your bikes into each other in the garden? <laughs> yeah. So we getting- used to do this thing. My granddad built a shed in the first not the first house i remember but the house that we grew up in yeah and he built this big shed out of plyboard nice so we used to go around the back of this big shed rip like the wood over time it would start to like sort of peel a little rip a layer off so it made like a really thin almost like balsa wood really light thin bit of wood and use it as a sword (laughs) wow (laughs) bury it in the garden Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! Or like get rid of it, throw it over the fence or whatever. Like, and the next time we go around the back of room more off. <laughs> so I'm guessing that shit didn't last very that's long. That's not good. It's like you guys with dogs ripping off bits of wood and burying it. In the <laughs> we were a bit. I remember my parents having like a stable door, and they would just like send us into the garden and we'd really? just play. <laughs> oh we had a big god. garden. Yeah, if, if everyone's stressing out over Christmas, I mean, yeah, it's 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 easier to get stressed out now, I guess, but they shouldn't be because everything is as you said, available to you, you could just buy it. I'll tell you one thing that does stress people out over Christmas that I want to talk about. Go on. It's jujitsu grading season, isn't it? <laughs> it is jujitsu grading system. System? System? system. It's open season now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, look, a few <laughs> This of is guys... the season that I love. Do you know why? <laughs> Go on. Because this is like the, um, this is when you uh, are now licensed to hunt the new blue belts. Right? Hmm. And everybody who's an up about knows the rules of this game. Okay, because we've been there. Somebody's got a blue belt. What are you gonna do? Wrist lock up to death. <laughs> You're gonna catch as many wrist lock submissions yeah. as you can on the blue belt. And it's a right of passage, isn't it? So it actually makes me tired sometimes. I'm hunting it so hard, giving up every position. <laughs> so. And you know what? <laughs> Any of the white belts that I think are doing well, I wrist lock them too. <laughs> And, uh, and then I say to him, I thought you were going to get your blue belt. Because <laughs> you know me, I'm, I always miss the gradings. Yeah, This yeah. is a classic of my jiu-jitsu journey as gradings. I always miss them. Because they're always the weekends, and weekends are always problematic for me. Yeah, it didn't seem to matter this time, though, did it? You missed the one on Friday, you hear me on Sunday, and you're, you're good. You I got stri- a stripe. You, yeah. you get your stripe, and you get your own technique that we uh, learned. I got a stripe, yeah. Brad was like, how many stripes you got? And I was like, zero. He was like, yeah, but how many stripes you actually got? And I was like, I think I've actually got zero stripes. Is it zero? <laughs> what, my blue belt? On my brambo? <laughs> Put a quick drill on your blue belt. <laughs> on, my, on my blue belt, I only ever got two. Did you really? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think <laughs> this is the way my jiu-jitsu journey went. Okay. White belt. I think I had one stripe. <laughs> Before you got got blue my belt. blue belt. Blue belt, I think I had two stripes. Got my purple belt. Purple belt, seven stripes. <laughs> seven stripes. <laughs> got my brown belt. Yeah. Brown belt, so far, one stripe. Yeah, I think this is going to be the only one. I suspect this is going to be the only one that goes through normally. I'm getting the sense Brad is keeping an eye on this one. Yeah, he is, yeah. <laughs> because you were mistrusting him before. I remember when he came to us, he goes, how many stripes has Chris got? I don't know, actually. I really don't know. All of them. James, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I've got so many stripes that I can't fit them on the belt. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you wearing a white belt, Chris? Just, just taped up. 
But I it, still identify as a seven-stripe uh, purple belt. <laughs> That's what's what? I mean, what's better, being a seven-stripe purple belt or being a one-stripe brown belt? I'm, be, I'm, betting, cool. I'm betting on the seven-stripe purple yeah, belt. That's cool, isn't it? That is a cool place to be. So we had new. Uh, we got new, new, new. Blue we got belts. new blue belts. So we got a shout out the blue belts. Yeah. I'm gonna let you do it because I missed the grade. <laughs> you don't know their names. Of course I do. Yeah. I just can't. I just know I'm going to forget somebody. Okay. So should we start off with who was there today? Phil. Uh, Phil. Phil. Three, three wrist locks today. Also three. <laughs> There's Adam up. <laughs> so between better than average pod, he got wrist locks yeah, six yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't need to wrist lock him. Do you know what was really funny is the armbar was right there. I, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Exactly the same thing. So the Kimura, it was a wrist lock. The armbar was a wrist lock. The triangle was a wrist lock. I'm using the armbar to control his arm. Yeah, just like, to then get the I wrist was lock. watching. I was watching because he was intent on defending the arm. He just and even though his arm was almost fully extended, yeah, it's still a wrist lock. Martin, so Martin got his um, yeah, blue belt. Yeah, and I got him with the best wrist standing lock. wrist lock. Steven Seagolden. I did. So this is, this is a good one. So we're training. <laughs> We're training. And I said to him, oh, you got your blue belt. I'm going to wrist lock you. Ha ha. Joke. Okay. Not a joke. Okay. So we're hand fighting. Okay. I grabbed all four fingers. Nice. Turned his wrist over. Wrist lock. Ah! <laughs> I went verbal tap. Yes, because he told me the story and I just pissed myself, mate. Knowing exactly what had happened. I said, he's Steven Sigoldry, mate. That's I was like, is happened. your wrist okay? I said, yeah, but my, my heart's not. My heart. And he was like, are you... Are you allowed to do that? I was like, absolutely to Bluebell. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, what? Grab someone's fingers like that? I was like, yeah. All four fingers, yeah. To grab. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Like, Nogi guys will grab your fingers like that all the time. Yeah. All four fingers, you're allowed to, aren't you? Yeah. That's the key. Um, uh, uh, come on. Come on, Mo. Mo? Mo goes over. I haven't seen him yet. No, but when I do, he's getting it. How, how many rest? You haven't seen him either? Uh, I haven't seen him. But when I see him, mate, it's going to be really bad. Mo, I hope you're listening to the pod. You're going to get a wrist lock, mate. I mean, heavily. <laughs> um, my goal is 10. James Hicks? James Hicks, yeah. James Hicks uh, got it as well. So uh, Didn't spar with him today. No, so I got it. we got him yesterday between me, Charlie and Jack. All right. So you, purple belt, three stripes now? Yeah. Jack, brown belt, two stripes? Three. Three stripes. Yeah. Legit. And who else? Charlie. Charlie. Charlie, purple belt, one stroke? Yes. Okay, so how many wrist locks? Seven. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> one every two minutes. Um, hang on. Eight. Majority of those Jack, though, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who else got it, mate? Now I've forgotten. This I... is why I was worried because I know I'm going to forget something. You know what? I can just pull up the photo, mate. I, I think just... we're going to have to because I don't want to miss one of the boys out I can because getting missed out would be a sad thing. Yeah, so I've got a photo of everyone. Uh, no, that's the kids. I might start and make an Excel document that's sort of make sure, just to make sure that I've wrist locked them all. JC. Before they get... JC got his blue JC belt. got his blue belt. Shout out to JC. That's a special one for me because JC and me go way back in the jiu-jitsu journey. JC was training uh, when I was a brand new blue belt. Yeah, fair enough. And it used to be a pain in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad JC got it though because um, I thought it was really well deserved because he's very good. Yeah. He's very good. So that's it for blue belts. That's it for blue belts. That's it for the blue belts. Purple um, belts. Someone else should have got it, but they they, they missed out. They weren't there, so they'll get it later on. 
Oh, really? Yes, but we can't say who. Mm. I said it off mic. You might be able to hear it, though. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you should have said it at all. Why did you say it? Because why not? Couldn't help me, sir. So I want. <laughs> and then we give out a couple of purple belts. Purple belts. Um, purple belts is a special one. It is, yeah. So purple belts, you got um, the old French man himself. Gary? <laughs> <laughs> Mm, Gary, <laughs> uh, mm, he is—he is actually going out with the French lady. So, <laughs> is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that why you said the old French guy? No, I was talking about Andy. You were talking about Andy on the, the Napoleon. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So Andy got his purple belt. Old leatherhead. Old leatherhead. <laughs> he loves that <laughs> French leatherhead. <laughs> yeah, great to see Andy get his uh, yeah. purple belt. And Gary got his purple. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone else did. Uh, that was it, I think. Yeah. In purple belts. Was it? That was special. Was it? And then a, a bunch of stripes. A bunch of stripes. Bunch of stripes. And two kids got their, their great belts. Yeah. It was really nice. That was really cool. Because they are excellent, the kids that got it. One of them being Ishmael's boy. Oh, yeah, shut man. up. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I like Christopher. He's a nice, he's a nice, really nice kid. He's got the same name as you. If your name yeah. is indeed Christopher. <laughs> Christopher. They no. can't say that in the Philippines. He's what do they say? Christopher. 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 I like it. Do you? I might, you might, <laughs> might tell, start telling people that's my name. Some weird names in the Philippines, mate. Oh, really? So um, I'm a godfather to a few of my cousins out there. They call me uncle. <laughs> so be honest with me. Yeah. Okay. If they'd have lined up all the kids that were in the local sort of town, would you be able to pick out the ones you were godfather to? <laughs> Fuck no, mate. <laughs> And I'll tell you how bad it was, because when I was out there, I was walking through you're this. Like, Hi, it's really nice to meet you. I'm Jake. Yeah, you're my godfather. <laughs> oh, God. You're my godfather. Where's my PS5? <laughs> That's, mate, it's bad. Because they think you're rich, don't they? Yeah, they think we're rich. <laughs> they think we're rich. Um, but I was walking down the street where it's called Sitio Bagasa in the little um, place where my mum's from. And um, I'm walking down the street and I'm like, ah, oh, Jason, it's your nephew. He's like, this is your uncle. So everyone's coming over to me, putting my putting my forehead to their hand that's like how they do respect out there they, they go bless so they put put their you know they put their hand on your forehead yeah classic it it's classic yeah, yeah. that the last podcast for christmas would be interrupted by a knock at the door yeah, there you go <laughs> it's santa claus <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so the, the, i didn't know who it was mate there was like four kids they said oh that's your nephew i was like no it's not one it's my cousin <laughs> I thought I would get mugged if that happened. Really? What, if someone, if some random like kids came up to me and started putting that, I'd be like, "All right, what's happening?" Chris, don't forget the average height of a Filipino man is five foot four. That's okay if they're going to pick your pocket. Uh, <laughs> Artful dodger. Well, your ankle pocket. Artful dodger. Tiny. Artful dodger. He could pick pockets left, right, and centre, couldn't he? Yeah, maybe. So yeah, so they. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't pick them out, mate. I don't know who's my family out there. <laughs> they all look the same. <laughs> I swear to God, mate. When we went to see my auntie. <laughs> and the thing is, if you send Jay a picture, he's not going to look at it. If you send a picture of your kids, oh, yeah, Jay, here's a picture from the kids' first day at nursery. Oh, yeah, not getting opened. Okay, I've got to tell you this. I'm not going to tell you who. But um, you know when... <laughs> you know when people send you a Christmas card? <laughs> Straight in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> no, you open it first. Tip out the contents. And straighten the shredder. <laughs> Can I just say, I'm getting a few too many Christmas cards with that person's baby on the front. 
I've said this before. No one gives a fuck about your kid as much as you do. <laughs> Don't care for it. Did you send out any Christmas cards? Are you a Christmas card family? No. All right. No. I was concerned you were going to say yes. I was going to say, where's my Christmas card? <laughs> no. But if I do, I'll send it with someone's baby on it. I wouldn't want one with your smiling face on it. Yeah, what, as a baby? <laughs> as a baby, but with cauliflower ears. That's what I would like the best. But yeah, people need to ease up on the baby photos. Yeah. You know, and, and you know what? Don't you think it's weird when people have a newborn and they do a photo shoot with a newborn? It's like, you've done a photo shoot with a prune. You might as well draw a face on a prune <laughs> and wrap it up in a blanket. That's what it looks like. They're cuter when they're a Your newborn's well ugly. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. I got told off for saying that babies look like potatoes when they're born. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, man. And I was semi-serious. Yeah. Who'd you say it to? Lou. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, except for our baby. Yeah, right, of course, God. <laughs> of course, our baby. But, man. Right, Jay, I want to talk about UFC at the weekend. The Ufka. Someone who's just a baby, Paddy the Baddie. Got the win over Tony Ferguson. Unsurprising. Yeah, it was unsurprising. He gassed bad, though, didn't he? He did gas. He gassed really bad. So, in fairness to Tony Ferguson, Tough. Tony Ferguson looked like he had the David Goggins energy, didn't he? He looked like he got a ton of energy, but looked like he spent his whole time, you know, defending, carrying the boat rather than training. Did you see Paddy's thing before the fight? What? He said, I don't give a fuck about David Goggins. When I finish training, I'm going to say, who's going to carry the boats? <laughs> fucking him, is it? <laughs> <laughs> He's a good talker, that guy. I'm very much against David Goggins being anyone's corner for the UFC. I'm not against it in that I think if you want a hype man, I think he's very good at that. Like, he's, he's good as a, like, you know, let's go, let's go, let's go oh, type nothing. character. But I personally think, and I'm not an MMA fighter in any sense, so, you know, my opinion on this maybe is not valid. But Pretty more than David, I though. personally think you need someone who's going to give you some technical advice as well. Yeah. The thing we said at the beginning is, is there's two things Tony doesn't like. It's cardio and mental fortitude. And if you're going to... Have David Goggins for anything. It's cardio and mental fortitude. It's a bit mouthy with it. You know, calm down, mate. Just get on with it. You don't have to be so loud about stuff. We've got to remember he's American. They're louder than us. They are louder than us. But there are a few people that I follow that are American who are not loud in the slightest. Speaking of being loud, mm. <laughs> what did you make of Colby Covington's... Was that Uncle Sam? What is he dressed as? For the... <laughs> was it? He's got like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was amazing, on. actually, wasn't it? It was incredible. <laughs> I was looking at that bit like, oh my God, if this guy wins the welterweight title, so the big that's blue... going to hit me mentally. He had the, the big blue suit on, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Yeah, was it a Lincoln suit? I don't know. Was it Abraham Lincoln? Was it Was it Uncle Sam? Who, George Washington, George maybe? Washington, someone, right? But he can still had the mega of... hat on. <laughs> We've got 8% of our fans are in America. Can someone from America tell me whether or not they were digging that? Because I can't tell. Do I just not get it because I'm British and that's not what we do? Or do I not or is it just not really a thing? Um, I think it's because we're British, but I appreciated it because he was he was in dress up, but he still had the MAGA hat on top of the white hair. He wore the wig. It's when you're watching his interview and he's constantly talking about Trump. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? So, I mean- Is uh, that why he's trying to tap into the fan base of Trump? Or what is the reason for that? Or is well, he just- Well, Trump's a big supporter of MMA. Yeah. Um, big supporter of the UFC as well. And he's supporter of Colby Covington. And Colby Covington will support him. Uh, and, and that's but it. But why really. is Colby so 
like in his interview, he in his post fight interview, yeah. it reminded me of when you hear a politician talk, yeah. and they're very skilled at circling everything back to the sound bites that they want to put yeah. out. And he is circling everything back to Trump, first Trump, responders, Trump, yeah, very first responders. National. And I was a bit like, what is what is that about? Because he's just lost the fight. We can't talk so about that, what can is we? what is the point in hyping this now? It's just something to say. It's just to avoid, I think, the reality of what happened. He said a few things, which is interesting, because he said, I mean, he said he was confused, didn't he? He says, you know, Leon confused him before he went to shoot, which we know why. Um, but I dig the outfit. The right? stance switching confused him, right? Constantly, constantly stance switching. Oh, Leon sorry. Edwards looked really good. Before we go to that one, uh, can I just say, Paddy nearly finished Tony in the first round. He did. That was close. That was really close. Also, I think and I also rows. wonder if he had not gone for a sub, whether he would have finished it. Maybe, maybe. Um, because I was watching that thinking he's now gone for a sub, but I wonder if he should have just carried on with strikes. Quite because I think the referee would have stopped it. Quite possibly. Um, I don't think Tony would quit. He wouldn't quit now. But quit. I think the referee might have had to stop it. Also, I think Paddy's uh, braids. You're digging it? Yeah. What, the braids? Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a story about this. <laughs> okay, so Paddy the Maddie's braids, right? Yeah. <laughs> so my, my friend used to have long hair. He was like a bit of a rocker. Yeah. And just before prom, he goes to um, a barber's and asks for... Uh, what? exactly did he ask for apparently he wanted dreadlocks right bold he sort of wanted dreadlock look that's what he wanted sorry chris is he, is he white <laughs> yes he is okay <laughs> he ended up looking exactly like paddy the buddy <laughs> with those really oh. tight <laughs> oh. <laughs> <For Brom>. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the kind of character he is. So he just styled it out. And fair play to that guy. Shout out to him. He knows exactly who he is. <laughs> I think Paddy's reasons better. He said he's. He goes. It, it looks better if I have braids because because I got long flappy hair. If I just get touched in the head, my entire hair moves. So it looks like there's a lot more damage being taken. Whereas when he's got the braids in place, his hair's not moving anymore. I think that makes sense. Which makes a lot more sense. It does make so much sense. It's a shame to cover up that beautiful beetle-looking hair, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. No. I love the fact that he has a hairstyle that you will be able to get a wig of when, if you're a fan. Yeah. Like, this is good marketing. It is very good, yeah. Because I think if you're an MMA fighter, if you're anybody, right? Jay Swanston, I'm thinking PTs and Milton Keynes. And I think, I'm going to go to the guy with the cauliflowers. That's your thing, is right? That? You're the guy with the cauliflowers. Am I? Yeah, of course. No one says it to your face, but that's what they're saying <laughs> in the background. <laughs> but like if you're looking at fighters it used to be oh I like that guy not sure what his name is he has a mohawk uh, really good left hook Chuck Liddell <laughs> you know, come on out you know you you knew who these yeah, people yeah, were true, yeah. like so you can identify them yeah. like that's a good point even if you're not a big fan so people will recognise Paddy the Baddy because he has a distinctive look yeah. and that's purely the hell say so man he did well as well and I have a feeling after his last performance with Jared Gordon which let's face it for a tough fighter he's now taking it much more seriously so I've got a question for you mm. alright I know you're not a fan of uh, particularly a fan of David Goggins <laughs> do we think Paddy the Baddy would benefit from working with David Goggins no my answer to that is yes no he's got a cardio problem yeah but not for MMA like, as in you don't think Paddy could work no, on so, his so, cardio so. he can work on his cardio but David Coggins can't help him work in his cardio specifically for MMA because he doesn't have he doesn't have the knowledge to train that. If you want overall knowledge to do ultra endurance events, that's what David Goggins is good for. So he's more of an endurance events specialist. Yeah. That's probably fair. He needs to see a, a, a he needs a good S and C coach. 
I think he might. Batty? He might benefit from. I'm here. Better time with. <laughs> <laughs> he might benefit from better time with David Goggins. No. Well, it's not going to hurt, is it? Yes. No, it's not. Why would it hurt? Because it's the wrong type of cardio. It's the wrong type of development he's going to give him. Okay. Let me counter this with an argument based on psychology. Okay. I go and do an ultra marathon mm. next week. In a year's time, I'm fighting MMA. Mm. Three rounds, 15 minutes or yeah. whatever it is. Is it 15 minutes? Five minute rounds? Five, three five minute rounds. Three five minute rounds. The fact that I know I've got 50 miles in the bank, that is going to help. I believe that will help. I'm not saying it's not going to develop your cardio, but it's still not specific to what you're doing. It's not specific to what and I'm David doing. David Goggins does not know how to make it that specific. It's not specific to what I'm doing, and I do agree with that. But I do think mentally, if you know that you're someone that can run an ultra marathon, you are going to feel more confident about your cardio. And I think some of that performance in that 15 minutes is also the mental tiredness that you get. And that ability to say, I'm not going to blow my load so I can go for it. So I'll meet you in the middle here and say, maybe in the off season, you can start doing that. No, I'm not saying do it. I'm not but saying not do it camp. before his fight. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't personally say to Paddy the Baddy, go and join David Goggins for your next fight camp. That doesn't make Which sense. Which is to what me. Tony did. But if he said to me, I'm going to do something random for six weeks over the summer during the off season, then I would say, yeah, you know, that's not going to hurt. I'm with you on that. We agree. Do we? It's quite rare that we agree on things, I think. Oh, no, but it's very logical. <laughs> <laughs> Put it to me in a way, it's very good. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Colby. Colby and Leon. Yeah, so the star switches, man. It, it, it threw him off and he couldn't shoot. He didn't have the volume he normally has. What the thing is? Colby Covington looked rubbish. But I think Leon... It's my personally, personal opinion. I would say against most people, we covered this last week, who has he really fought that is at the top of their game? It sounds like I'm dissing him and I'm not really because I do actually think he's an interesting fighter. I think his character is absolutely fascinating. Yeah. And I, like it. I think it it actually boosts the sport. Did you like his comment? I did not like his comment, but that is the character. Yeah. If you're going to be the pantomime villain, which he is, you've got to do stuff like that. We, I want to tell people what the comment is because some people listening don't, don't listen to these things and they won't be in their feed. Yeah. So he fluffed his line. He said, I'm going to take you to the seventh circle of hair. He said hell, didn't he? He said hell afterwards. But first he said, I'm going to take you to the seventh circle of hair. Uh, hell. Because <laughs> he fluffs his lines, doesn't he? And he said, maybe we'll say hello to your dad while we're there. Now, the background is Leon's dad was murdered. And he came over from Jamaica when he was a kid. His dad was still involved in, in crime. He, you know, they're, they're poor. They didn't have any money. And he was murdered. So that... Uh, it was a low blow. It yeah. was a real low blow. And Leon lost it, didn't he? He launched a bottle at his head. But... That, that, is, fight, did he? that is perfect for promoting the fight. And that's what as sad does. as it sad as it is, that is perfect for promoting the fight. Because because no one wants to see those fights where the guys are both really nice. No, and it probably did boost it because people then are tuning in to see Colby lose. Well, yeah, because how many views does that moment get on YouTube in comparison Lovely. to Wonder Boy being nice? Loads of views. Now, I prefer Wonder Boy. Don't get me wrong. If I was going to go for beers, I'm not going with Colby Coverton. There's no situation where I think that's a good Apparently idea. Apparently the nicest guy you can come across when you speak to him. What, Colby? Mm-hmm. Really? It's a character, man. Yeah, but a lot of the MMA guys don't like him, though, do they? Well, they don't. 
It seems so there must be something. It seems his character has burnt a lot of bridges. <laughs> it must be something. But as a villain, as a personality, if I was marketing these people, which obviously it's a marketing yeah. game. Like, people think of it as a fight game. It's not about fighting. The UFC is about marketing. Colby is so easy to market because Very you market him as the bad guy. Easy. Tell the other person that gets marketed quite well because he's easy to market. <laughs> Sean Strickland. <laughs> <laughs> So he's not even fighting this week, or apparently he, he is. is fighting. <laughs> we'll, we'll circle back to that. So yeah. Anyway, Leon wins. Taken down as well. Leon wins. Looks really good. Got his own takedowns on a wrestler. So Team UK smashed it. Come on, man. We knew it. Come on. <laughs> Do um, you know the irony then? When I said Team UK, it's the French national anthem that came to mind. Is it? Right. So you want to talk about Duplessis? Yeah, and Sean Strickland. <laughs> so this is brilliant. Now, is this again marketing genius? Because <laughs> did you hear Dana's thing afterwards? Dana did the extreme ownership, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Sean Strickland and Duplessis had a bit of a press conference. Yeah, so there, let me set the scene for anybody that didn't watch it. So these are two UFC fighters that are about to fight in what, a couple of weeks? Yeah, in January at some It's point, imminent. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's soon. Strickland's a champ. They sit, <laughs> they sit, Duplessis, who is known to be a bit of a talker, mm. two rows behind? About two rows. Yeah, what's two rows behind? Yeah, he's got he a row in between him yeah, yeah, and yeah. Sean Strickland. Yeah? So he's in his ear <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what he says, but he says enough that Sean Strickland stands up, tells people to move. Okay. <laughs> this is important. He told Gilbert Burns' son to move. It's like, can you move out the way? Oh, sorry, young man, you need to move out the way. Then launched and himself, then launched didn't he? Yeah. himself. <laughs> amazing. And starts swinging. Yeah, amazing. I have to get broken up. And then Duplessis afterwards goes, I can see why he doesn't finish fighting. He hits like a girl. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So Duplessis loves that. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he, he's prepared for the response. Not a mark on him, in fairness. <laughs> Which made me wonder, is this, again, is this Marketing. a bit of the marketing because ufc filmed all this at the right time and then they post it out and they actually used it they've used this footage now dana at the press conference was like what idiot sits them two together it's like this fucking idiot yeah so he took ownership wherever it is it's clever i think it's smart it's clever it's like wrestling in there mate you're building up the i can't wait to see the fight by the way oh, it's gonna be good um what i would have loved if that had properly kicked off Oh and you got those two fine. You've got Gilbert Burns in the middle because he's quite good on social media, isn't he? I didn't see Gilbert Burns there, though. His oh, son's there. But he wasn't. Do you know who was there? It was Brandon Marino. Flyweight. He's not breaking that fight up. <laughs> if you've got if you've got Duplessis and Strickland going at it, there's no way Marino's no. breaking that up. It's amazing, isn't it? His face must have been a picture. Craig Jones was there next to Volkanovski. Craig Jones. In a bucket hat. Yeah. In a bucket hat. This is another guy that's very good with the marketing thing because Craig Jones, you can always tell where he is because <laughs> when he walks past the camera, wherever, he always stands out because it's just something stupid about him always. Yeah. It's either the shorts or the hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I need to say, when Colby was doing his speech post-fight, uh, Trump walked out. He was walking out as Colby was doing his speech. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he's a busy guy, to be fair. Is he? But Trump? Yeah. Yeah, he's got court cases. <laughs> he's, like a, he's got a case, could probably got to be in front he's of him. He's got loads of coke to drink. 
I still can't believe he's in Home Alone too. What is he? Yeah, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump has done a lot of stuff. Kevin McAllister asked him, didn't he? he goes, ask for directions, and he goes over there in that hotel. That's Donald Trump. Same hair, bit slimmer. I don't know what you're talking about. You've lost me now. In in Home Alone too. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's in the hotel in Home Alone too. Kevin McAllister asked him to, for directions. Oh, okay. Kevin McAllister is the dad. No. I don't know who you're talking about. You it's that, that the kid from Home Alone, yeah. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, you've watched. Why wouldn't you say that? Home Alone? Because his name is Kevin McAllister. <laughs> I can't remember what his name is. <laughs> Two times. Oh my god. Two times. So that'll be Hello Fresh. <laughs> trying to sell Hello Fresh are at the door, trying to sell Jay another box. Yeah, classic. Another delivery. So. Um, Obviously, Jay's got to get ready for Christmas. Popcorn box. Jay's got a popcorn box being delivered. Are you a big popcorn guy? You're big into popcorn. <laughs> you eat a whole large popcorn when you go to the cinema? By yourself? A large popcorn all to yourself is 2,000 calories. That's a lot of calories, isn't it? Because the... Uh, a normal person is supposed to have, what, 3,000 calories? A guy, 3,000? Is that right? How many? 3,000? 2,000. <laughs> Maybe if you want to be a middleweight. <laughs> if you want to be in the ultra heavyweight, mate, we've got to have at least 3,000. So I eat 3,000 3, calories a day. Do you count your calories every day? No. You but don't I, count I, I, I've done so much of it in the past, so I know my nutrition and what's going on. You know there. exactly what. Yeah, the army was the biggest amount of calories I ever had. Every yeah. meal, I had to eat so much food, I was stuffed. Um, yeah. to the point I could not physically eat anymore because I would just burn through it. Probably ate about 5,000 calories a day Wow! during my training. That's a lot, isn't it? That is. Yeah. And it's so funny. I knew my nutrition before I went in, most of it. Kids didn't. <laughs> they got these 16-year-olds filling up their, their plates with chips and gravy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So what would you have on your plate then? What's the typical army scoff? Scoff. Breakfast. I had a very specific breakfast. I would get eggs. I think you've told me about breakfast yeah. before. Eggs, bacon, and beans. Yep. I used to heavily salt that because you'd burn through it through the day. And lunch is like your typical lunch that you find at any kind of cafe. Um, and same with dinner. But I would make whoa, whoa, sure whoa, whoa, it's balanced. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let whoa. me let me rewind. Rewind. Okay. Lunch is not specific in any place. Yeah, it is. No, 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 no. It's not. Lunch in a cafe is not specific. A cafeteria? A cafeteria lunch yeah. is very vague. Is it? Yes. Are we talking sandwiches? Are we talking hot food? Are we talking jack and potatoes? Okay, so hot food. So you're talking meals. Have you got a cafeteria at your work? No. No. Oh. What we have at our work is all the packaged stuff. All the what? Packaged. Oh, okay. <laughs> packaged stuff. <laughs> packaged. <laughs> Jay. Take it easy. <laughs> Settle down. Back in your cage. Okay. Back in your cage. I will hit you with this belt. Uh, <laughs> Good day. So my Asian fans will get So that. what would they have? What would you what type of meal would you have? Would you have like uh curry have, and rice? You, would you have like yes. a lasagna? You'd have lasagna, you'd have chips, you'd have So um, you'd have dinner. You'd have yes. Dinner, food at lunch. Yeah, yeah. You'd have your chicken, your fried chicken, your chicken roast chickens, your turkeys, your your, your cuts of meat. That's not standard lunch for most people. Yeah, it is. Not at normal work, Jay. Yeah. Standard lunch for most people at normal work is like sandwich, 
microwave meal, sausage roll. I know I say it's standard lunch because I've only ever known one cafeteria. Yeah. And that's on an army base. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying to you. What you're talking about is standard cafeteria dinner. Am I? That feels like that feels like a dinner to me. Man, I want to go to. It's not like a panini, is it? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Not giving you, not giving you a mozzarella and pesto panini. No, no, that's so funny. You imagine asking people in the army for mozzarella (laughs) and pesto panini in the RAF, they might. Maybe in the RAF, mate. Yeah, maybe in the RAF they might. (laughs) Cortado, the side. But yeah, what the fuck were we talking about? We were talking about uh, D plus C Street Club. Yeah, so... Uh, I'm excited for that one. Yeah, me too. It's going to be good. <sighs> My money's on D plus C. You know what, me too. I think he's just too weird and powerful and good. He's very powerful, yeah. And he's, his fighting style is so strange. Yeah. I don't want to write off Strickland, but... I don't want to write off Strickland because he looked really, really good against... Uh, I didn't, yeah. Yeah. But... I my money on is on Duplessis. Do you think if he wins that, you think they're set up for Israel to come back? Mm, they could probably try because it's good, isn't it? He might want that fight. Yeah, he might do. It's probably, you know what, Strickland. Because you know, Duplessis is going to pull it. He's going to call him out. Africa and Africa, isn't it, mate? He's going to call him out. Hundred percent. Black on white. I don't know if he'll play that. I don't think. I don't know. No, think but he'll, he'll call out the African though. Like, I'm the true African champ. I think he will just call out Izzy. Yeah. Because um, he doesn't need to do that. He doesn't need to tie that narrative to it. He done it before though. And he? I think that narrative is really ugly. I don't know, man. I think he should keep saying it. I'm the true African champ. Because <laughs> he really I think is. he might win it. Yeah. And then say, great to like. African to champ Africa. to bring this to Africa. To actually bring he it might to Africa. like, he might like lean into it a little bit. Yeah. But I think that will come in a separate breath. Yeah. To call it out, Izzy. I do think Izzy's a, a worse matchup for Duplessis. You think he's a worse matchup than Strickland? Yeah. <sighs> Duplessis is like third knock on the door, Jay. You know why? It's because it's like school runtime. Is it school runtime already? Pretty much. Guys, we've got to wrap it up. Well, guys. We're uh, hoping to get back in touch uh, after Christmas. Yep. So you know where to find us in the meantime. Find us on Meta. Find us on Meta. Better than average pod? Yep. And give us a five-star review. That's all we want for Christmas. All we want want for Christmas is a five-star review. Sorry, it's short. What's the time on there? Time on there? 50 minutes. 50 minutes, guys. It's a short one, but Merry Christmas. We've got to get after it. Catch you next week. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Out. Over and out. Out.